This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, yeah, Monday again. Yeah. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on Drive today, 4pm, alongside the Sneaker Freak. Now, we begin today's podcast, you think, by looking back on yesterday's Premier League action, as Arsenal just about won their first game at Goodison Park. Since 2017, beating struggling Everton by a cheeky goal to nil. Okay, it was a great goal. Everton nil, Arsenal won. Three huge points for Arsenal. See some keep pace at the top of the Premier League. The Gunners finally banishing their Goodison Blues, but it took patience and a terrific Trossard finish to edge this win. Dominant with the ball for most of the game, and the goal finally came through Saka's superb cutback. Trossard opened up the body and smashed the goal in off the post. Not many positives to take from this for Sean Dyche. Everton's woes continue. Five played, one point taken. That is simply not good enough. I'm really pleased, but I think we... We fully earned it. Uh, six years without a win here, that was a, a long time. And, and that was a challenge, you know. And it's very difficult to do it, especially the way we've done it today with, with such a dominance and determination and, and quality. So, really pleased. Sean, a handful of games in with just one point. How, d- how does that feel? That could never have been expected. Yeah, that feels like the reality of the Premier League. You know, if you, do, if you don't score goals and you don't keep clean sheets, you don't win games. So, therefore, that is the reality. I think we're in good shape coming out of pre-season. I think our performances are warranted more, but you get nothing if you don't put the ball in the net and keep it out of the other. So, you say the reality, but you, you feel you're a far better side than what you've actually returned so far. I feel like we're a far better side than, from what I've seen this season than what we've returned. But the facts are the facts. The league doesn't lie. I've never been one to cry in about results. It's a results business. That's what we've got to do is get results by hook or crook. Play well, play don't play well, win. Play well and lose. I know which one I take. I take the, the, the bad performance and win. Your confidence never seems to have wavered. They never does well because I believe in what I do. I believe in what my staff do. I believe in what the players do. Their growth is a continued part of the game. You know, today is about going and getting the ball and going playing, having that kind of bravery. Not just the bravery to defend, to run, to work. What about the bravery to go and play? What about the bravery to go and deal with the ball and be effective in that that sense? So, you know, that's the kind of bravery that we want, as well as the hard work, of course. You'll get there. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. I mean, we did last season, and that's probably the hardest challenge I've had, certainly in my managerial career, was last season. I said it then last season, I was very clear in my words. I wasn't running around yelping and screaming. I was saying there is massive amounts of work to be done here. And I think we've started like to show that, not that we wanted to, by the way, I must make that clear, but it's a clear sign there is still massive amounts of work to be done. Everton, I still think um, there's some things to be played out there. Let's see what happens with this ownership. And I think Sean should just steady that ship a little bit for the, for the moment. I don't think there should be an immediate call for him in any shape or form. And you can tell by the fans' reaction, there's going to be a very, very difficult week there for the manager and the board of what, what, how are they going to turn this situation around? And um, a change of manager, is that going to do it? You look at that plan staff today and you'll be like, wow, okay. Even if you've got pottery and what are you going to do with that? The fight has to come from the dressing room, comes from the manager into the dressing room and the dressing room onto the pitch. That's where it's got to come from and they've got to find it. They've got to find it quick. Difficult day today. Sometimes with a game like that, even when you're at home and everything else, you just got to bury it. And I think Sean and Steven sit down and go... We're going to have a go next week. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Chelsea's slow start to the season continued. Slow, blimey, as Pochettino's team were held to a goalless ball draw at Bournemouth. Yes, the full-time whistle has just blown. Bournemouth nil, Chelsea nil. Big spending Chelsea's uninspiring start to this Premier League season continues. Two wins in 17 now in the Premier League for Chelsea. Maurizio, you mentioned during the week that maybe your team needed to be a bit nastier. Were they still lacking that killer instinct today in the final third? Yes, I think yes, yes, it wasn't enough, you know, the effort and, and the, you know, the capacity to be calm in front of the goal, but uh, it's about to work. But of course, that, that you cannot change from from today to tomorrow but I think it's important that the idea is there and we are working really hard I think we need to be more calm in front of the goal but I think we create the, the, the most important is the team is alive it's fighting and maybe disappointed with the result but I think we need to keep going and we need to have patience because when we recover all the players I think it's going, we are going to be really 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 good Is it going to be a game of patience in some ways this season is this about a long term project as opposed to short term success I think I know to change my speed but I think uh, I think Chelsea is about to win but we know in the same time that we need to create this culture about to win with this group of players that was on the past was completely different, but now it's another Chelsea, another way to operate, and that is why we are working really hard. But I am sure that uh, with time, when we will recover all the players and the squad is going to be complete, I think the quality is there. They had the opportunity to sign Jao Paulinia in the summer, and they turned it down because he didn't fit the age profile of the squad. That's a mistake. They're because operating like Southampton from last year where they're recruiting loads of young players in order to sell them on in the future. Who are learning their trade. Exactly. And what happened it's to them? It's a brutal place to learn your trade it's, in the Premier League. It, honestly, it's a, such a dangerous philosophy to concentrate solely on this model of bringing in young, hoping to sell at an inflated price. Either that or hoping that they'll develop into world beaters. It isn't going to work straight away. It's going to take a long, long time. Chelsea just looked nice to play against. No, they no look edge, easy, no ruthlessness, exactly. no killer instinct. Easy to play through. No finish, no, no, no aggression. No, no aggression, no desire to just get it over the line. I'm not saying they're not trying, but they're a young group of players. Talksport 2 also brought you live an exclusive commentary from the Championship as Leeds won at Millwall. Here's how that game sounded. It's a high noon shootout here at the Den. 
Millwall against Leeds. Millwall were looking for the free kick, nothing given. Here is Ruta coming forward now for Leeds. Now Peru inside the penalty area, oh, brilliant wow. goal! Joe Peru and Joel Peru showing why he's one of the coolest finishers in the championship. Gary Rowett absolutely livid. But that's the quality of Leeds United. Ailing looking for Somerville, who nods it into the penalty area. Oh. Clips it towards goal. It's just wide. What a goal that would have been. James now attacking the penalty area, finding Ruta. Oh. Back towards James. Oh. And Piro is there to finish things off. And Leeds lead by two goals to nil. And James using his pace down the centre. The cross in, looking for Ruta. There's a slip from Mitchell. Ruta can make it three. And he does. And Leeds United are running away with this. And Leeds United are really sending out a warning here to the rest of the championship. It was almost the perfect away game. You're under pressure the first 10 minutes. Can you hold out? There weren't really clear-cut chances for Millwall, despite them being really in high intensity. So fair play to, to the Leeds United defence. And then, obviously, that 1-0, I think, was the big moment of the whole game. And I'd be surprised if, or wouldn't be surprised if Gary Rowett talks a lot about that. But at 1-0, Leeds United playing away from home. It's a perfect counter-attacking team. Millwall had to go for it. Had that chance just after the, the half-time where Tom Bradshaw really should have been aiming for the far post. 1-1 would have changed things, but no. Leeds United saw that out and then they went and was absolutely ruthless. And I genuinely believe they have the quality to, to go straight back up and do that automatically this season. Got the perfect man in charge. It was the perfect away performance. To the Sunday edition now with the Suns head of sports, Sean Custis and the Chief Football Writer from the Times, Henry Winter. The full-time whistle goes and the, the boos of those around Old Trafford, it's actually drowned out by the cheering from the Brighton fans to our right-hand side. And after a turbulent fortnight off the field for Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United, it's got even worse with what's happened on the pitch this afternoon as Brighton get their fourth successive win against Manchester United in the Premier League. But I just think that you're looking at that Manchester United team yesterday. You know, the players have got to take more responsibility. The ball, we understand, you know, the Glazers are a huge problem there. There's a lack of direction from the top. There's a lack of direction from the dressing room. Uh, Ten Hag himself is, is also slightly culpable with his handling of, of certain situations, but I've got a lot of sympathy for him because he has inherited a, a basket case of a, of a club. A lot of it flows from the top. You know, as mm. they always say, a fish rots from the head. And the, the issue with the Glazers, are they staying, are they going? You go to Manchester United now, particularly in this era when we are so used to sort of Premier League grounds, just Tottenham's magnificent new ground. Arsenal have gone into a fantastic ground. Liverpool's improving. Even Everton, with all their issues, are moving into this, well, eventually, this, this magnificent stadium on the waterfront. You go to Old Trafford now and it looks tired. And it's, you know, when there are leaks in the roof, it's a little bit sort of symbolic. OK, they've, you know, they've smartened things up, um, as Cristiano Ronaldo called for them to do. At Carrington, the canteen is a little bit smarter. But actually... Nicer exercise equipment. It, honestly, the, that place needs some direction from the top. It needs some love. But unfortunately, as we know about the Glazers, they're just interested in money. It's all take, take, take with them. People say, oh, they've invested in the, in the team, in the squad. But actually, it's not really their money. It's the fans' money. It's the money that's been generated by this extraordinary money-making machine of a, of a club. Listen, when you're looking at their centre-back, goes to VAR, jumping to Wes, no attempt to play the ball, leading with his arm, turning his back, stitches in Wes's face, and he's given a yellow card that's gone to VAR, and Ollie McBurney's given a yellow card for going to the referee and saying he's pulling his shirt. 
and he's been sent off. So, so that offence is deemed the same. Honestly, we everyone needs to get that we've got we've got people who know the least about the game. The officials have shown it today when they speak to me. The people know the least about the game, directing which way the game's going. Look, he's got legitimate points to to make about referees generally in terms of the quality of the referees. Is it wouldn't be nice if a percentage of the money that's gone into VAR was actually invested even more, and that the Premier League and the FA and PGMO say they do invest heavily in grassroots refereeing. But at, but it's ridiculous that we've got this multi-billion-pound business and mistakes are still being made. Obviously, there's a human element, but let us improve the quality of the referees. Sticking with the Sunday edition, the team were joined by Kieran Maguire. He joined the show to discuss the potential Everton takeover by 777 Partners. The Premier League is very firmly anti-regulator, mm. so therefore... It wants to prove to the watching world, and, and clearly it, it is a it, 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 this is a huge deal that it, it can keep its own house in order. That self regulation does work, and therefore I think it will be very forensic, very thorough, and very detailed in its analysis to the background of seven 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 partners. I think we've all read the re- the report in Josimar. We've all heard of the uh, the, the colourful background of uh, one of the owners. Uh, of 777 and that is therefore going to increase the the pressure on the Premier League to to make the right decision and we don't know what that right decision is at this particular point in time it could be that these are spurious allegations or it could be that there's more weight to it's not 777 clubs it's not Farhad Mashiri's clubs it is the club of L4 it is the club of Evertonians and they will be there yeah, until until their dying moments. You know, they, they are a devoted fan base, and they they are entitled to an appropriate level of scrutiny to the guardians of this fine football club. And, and therefore, I, I absolutely agree with you. Trying to, to to get that over the line, I think, would be challenging because certainly, as far as US company law is concerned, it's much more lax than that of the UK. I mean. Uh, and we now, of course, have half of, you know, if this deal goes through, half of the Premier League clubs will be owned by US owners. And there's nothing wrong with that per se. But I think we as fans are entitled to a, a greater degree of respect in the form of transparency and openness from the owners. Bit of egg chasing now. And England played the second World Cup Paul D match against Japan in Nice yesterday. Rounded up all the action for TalkSport was Andrew McKenna. Ah, nice. Nice. You get it. England have been victorious. They are two from two. They win 34 points to 12 and they do get the try bonus point. Joe Marchant with the final play of the game barreled over. George Ford converted that. So England with four tries thanks to some decent work this evening but probably only decent. Lewis Ludlam, Courtney Laws, Freddie Stewart and Joe Marchant the men to go over. George Ford converting all four and adding two penalties. It means that England as I say are two out of two but it was uh, it, it took till probably 65 maybe even 70 minutes for them to really look fluent against a side that are ranked number 14 in the world there will be bigger fish to fry for England next up it is Chile arguably the easiest game in this pool be very interesting to see what side Steve Borthwick puts out for that because Owen Farrell will be back available after the ban how much does he change it as they try and search for a bit of fluency or does he simply say we're here for the wins and we've got two of them England victorious in Nice, 
34-12 against Japan. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. To the game day breakfast show now, ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino and Natalie Sawyer gave their thoughts on all the weekend's sporting headlines. Pulls it back, Pedro! What a goal from Pedro! And Brighton have torn Manchester United apart! Brighton made six changes. That's a lot, mm. okay? Mm. That's, a, that's a lot of changes. And I, I thought United were leggy. I thought Casemiro played with a parachute on his back. Um, he couldn't get around at all. Yeah. Everything they do is wrong. They c- How can you make so many mistakes, whether it's the players you buy, the, the mentality of the players you bring in, and then, you know, the manager is... I, look, Ten Hag's going through a very difficult phase. If they got rid of him, there'd still be a lot of the Man United players at the football club that are a problem. Yeah. So, Deserby wouldn't have that problem. He, he, he rocks up at Brighton. He's walked into a quite clearly a great dressing room players that are seemingly want to prove a point with talent and keep developing the mm-hmm. club keeps mm-hmm. moving on Man United go backwards Brighton have been going forwards for years and years and I I just think you just see the two structures that's the whole problem at Old Trafford I said he couldn't buy a goal having missed a sitter but it's Richarlison to Tottenham's rescue I think Richarlison has come in for a lot of stick hmm. because of the fact that he did cost a fair bit of money and hasn't really delivered as of yet for Tottenham. And what I think has annoyed me more about the Richarlison um, negativity that he's received is it's the negativity that he's received from his peers. Mm. As you know, Mikel Antonio and Callum Wilson have a podcast and they both took the mickey out of him when he a couple of times had scored a goal for Spurs thinking he, it was a, a, you know, a goal that was going to be given but eventually was given offside for whatever reason. And they mocked him for that mocking him for his celebration which I thought was a bit out of order your peers mocking you when you've got to play against them at some point so I was quite I'm delighted for him to have scored after being so open about some of the mental issues that he's clearly been suffering with Um, because like I say I think when your own when your own peers are taking the mickey out of you I think that's taking it to the extreme
Well, that's it, my friends. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out. First thing in the morning, do we go to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Oh, yeah, be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.